You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Proclaiming Jesus in a distinctly Jewish way is what Rock of Israel Ministries has been doing for over 50 years. Greg Savitt is joining us in studio. I don't think you've been doing it for 50 years, Greg. (laughs) You're too far too young for that. (laughs) But part of the outreach is uh, being at fairs, local county fairs, state fairs. And of course, we know the South Florida Fair has been going on for just about a week or so. So you've been there, set it up shop. We want to find out what that ministry has been like. Greg, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Eric and Bridget. Yeah, South Florida is the second largest Jewish population in the United States. And Rock of Israel, our ministry is marketplace evangelism. Jesus preached the gospel in the marketplace. And we found we have huge 10 by 20 foot booths with a lot of Jewish products. And Jewish people are very interested I like to say they're coming for a menorah, and they're going to get the Messiah. And it's a very organic thing because since they're buying something, you can get into long and very meaningful conversations. Uh, I've done ministry handing out tracts and sending out books, but this is a great way to talk to Jewish people because they're right there, a captive audience. And if they're interested, we're able to easily give them a Messianic prophecy sheet or a book of 10 Jewish people that have found the Messiah. Mm. Let's pull it back just for a second here, because you said 50-plus years of ministry for Rock of Israel Ministries, Correct. right? So what was the goal back 50 years ago going forward so that we're here today? It was always to preach the gospel uh, with Rock of Israel. But about 13 years ago, uh, we found that this marketplace evangelism was the best. We did a lot of street evangelism, which is a great way to do ministry, but I could probably be on the streets eight hours a day for a month, and I get in more Jewish conversations in one day at a fair than in the entire month because they want to buy the product. So there's a kind of a relationship there, and a lot of Jewish people are interested, especially since October 7th. There's more a solidarity. It's not, you know, us and them. They're more like, you know, we are all Jews. So it's much greater to share the gospel the Jewish people after October 7th. Mm. And also being at the fair, maybe it's a more relaxed environment. People are kind of there for the day or for a few hours enjoying the festivities. And so maybe does that also kind of contribute to the fact that they may be also more open for conversation? There is, and we're not like interface. We have a booth. It says Jesus made me kosher and Yeshua is the Messiah of Israel. So they kind of know what we're about. But at the same time, you know, they want to look and, you know, they, I want to get a mezuzah or, oh, look, I have a Hanukkah for, you know, uh, which is the menorah for Hanukkah. So it's just it's kind of the bait that gets them to come to our booth. Are these authentic products? Yes. Most of them are from Israel. <laughs> OK. Uh, we have, you know, Ark of the Covenants. And is it amazing that we found the Ark of the Covenant in West Palm Beach? <laughs> wow. I was wondering where that known? was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put it on eBay. <laughs> All right, but the so what has been the response though? Because you're you're there and you're available for these conversations. It sounds like you've been some of the conversations have been fruitful. But I know just speaking to you briefly yesterday, sometimes not everybody's happy you're there. Yeah, sometimes they're not. Sometimes uh, Jewish people are interested. Sometimes they walk by. Sometimes they're hostile. We've also had some hostility. Um, you know, since our booth says Israel, we've had people walk by and say Free Palestine. You know, from the rivers to the sea, which means uh, Jewish people are annihilated. So we do get some hostility there. But for the most part, um, you know, people are interested and it is a fair and there's a lot of security walking around. So it has been very respectful. 
But some of the conversations have been truly great, and it's great to give them something to read afterwards, like a Messianic prophecy. So we have planting seeds, but we're also giving something for them to read. Are you surprised by some of the conversations that you have? Does it it surprise you that people are so open at times? Yeah, it really is, and not just Jewish people, but atheists, agnostics. Um, I had recently a pagan witch come up to us, and she said, I believe in Thor— Loki and Zeus, and I'm like, what? The Avenger movies? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> and, and I said to her, it takes more faith for you to believe in that than Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. But right. atheists, people are curious. They are seeking the truth, and we're here for them if they want to talk about spiritual issues. Mm. And just that openness, I think, will allow for opportunities for that message to go through. Can you give us a story of, of maybe one of those interactions that have stayed yeah, with you? One, inter- one interesting thing happened. There was this Jewish man named Michael, and he was such a sweet guy, and he had a family, and he didn't want any literature or any books, and he was, wa- he was about to walk away, and I said something that I've never said in 26 years of evangelism. I said, Michael, have you ever felt that God loved you? And he stopped, and he put his head down, and he said no. And I know that just the love of Jesus that I shared to him, that he's going to think about what we had to say. Mm, Wow. Mm. So this is one fair. You said you're going, uh, the ministry is headed to another one, but it's really kind of um, throughout the year you're going to different places, right? We go to the state fair in Florida. We do San Diego, Ohio State. Um, Our largest fair is the Canadian National Exhibit, which is very big. We have the most Jewish conversations there. We do Washington State. And Texas, which is the largest fair in the country, 2.2 million people go there. And it was really encouraging because October 7th, Susan and I, uh, we were at the booth, and it was just a horrible day. But all these Christians came up saying, we're praying for Israel, praying for Israel. Mm -hmm. And one young Palestinian teenager came up to me in tears, and he said, I'm so sorry what my people have done. And he shook my hand. He was in tears. I was in tears. And I just wish— the world was a little bit more like that. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are you also sharing Jesus with those who may be coming up and saying, hey, I'm not Jewish, but what is this about? Oh, everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter, Jew or Gentile, male or female. Uh, we just want to share Jesus. And, you know, we have literature for them that are curious, and we'll talk to anybody. It's not just, are you Jewish? <laughs> and we'll talk to you. Um, you know, we talk to a lot of atheists and agnostics. Um, sometimes confused Catholics, uh, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons. We'll talk to anybody that's willing to share. And people do listen. They have their own opinions, and they like to really espouse them. But we do listen. We're able to get a couple jabs in mm-hmm. about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what it sounds like as you're sharing Jesus. You're doing it in a relational way. It's like you so say, you're not there to, to you know force anybody mm-hmm. into a certain way of thinking, but you are available. We are. And they're coming to our booth. That's right. And it says, you know, Jesus is the Messiah. I'm not selling beef jerky. <laughs> I mean, they're coming to us. And it's uh, I've been doing Jewish evangelism for 26 years. And to me, this is the most organic natural way to talk to anybody about Jesus. That's interesting. I, I'm just curious about a place like the Ohio State Fair, where, I mean, here the population is much different than you're having in the Columbus region there at the Ohio State Fair, where there's more 4-H members than Jewish people, I would think. How does it look like, what does it look like there in that community? You know, I used to think that the Ohio State Fair 
wouldn't be that Jewish. But it, we have Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati, and it just seems like there is a, a lot of Jewish people. I remember at the fair we had about 19 young Jewish Orthodox Jews just like peppering me with questions, wow. all in yarmulkes. So there are Jewish people everywhere, but in Ohio State um, – I think Cleveland has like 80,000 Jewish people. Cincinnati has over 25,000 people. So um, a lot of them do go to that fair. So mm. it's still it, – there's still that opportunity even there. Yeah, and, and Jewish people are everywhere yeah. since mm-hmm. the diaspora. But uh, a lot of Jewish people are in Cleveland, and we have the most Jewish conversations at the Canadian National Exhibit. But we have a lot of Jewish people in San Diego and a lot of people at the Florida State Fair. Yeah, there'll be a lot more in Florida once this winter weather gets done because I think they're all moving. <laughs> Everyone's moving here. So well, I'm just thankful that I'm from the Chicago area, and I believe it was negative six a couple days ago wow. with 12, 12 inches of snow. So mm. it's not hard to find the will of God in South Florida <laughs> exactly. for me. So how can we be praying for your type of outreach in these uh, what is you know crucial days, and especially after October 7th? How has— um, your prayer life in this way increased, and how can we join you in that? Well, if you could just pray for more Jewish people to come to the booth and and seekers as well, uh, have for divine conversations that people be drawn to the booth, and also for protection. Uh, you know, so far so good at the South Florida Fair, but you know, since October seventh, there are people that are against Israel, and we have had some hostility. So. And, uh, yeah, that would be a great way if you could come. And come to us. We're at booth number Building 10. Come to our booth. <laughs> building 10. We'll give you a free bookmark. And we give out this bookmark to everybody. But the bookmark has the gospel in a Jewish way. So, And we also have huge nine-foot banners that say, Jesus made me kosher. And underneath is the gospel message. And it's amazing. You see all types of people read it, but you can see the Jewish people that are reading it. Sometimes Orthodox Jews finally realize what it's about, and they grab their children's hands, and they run away. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge way to share the gospel at these fairs because uh, thousands of people walk by. Yeah. When you say sharing Jesus in a Jewish way, we just have a few minutes. Is there a way you can give us an example of that? Yeah, I like to tell Jewish people, have you ever thought that Jesus is in the prophets and the laws and the writings? Have you ever examined the Messianic prophecies? Uh, I like to lead them to Isaiah 53. Have you ever read that? Because Isaiah 53 is never read in the synagogue because it's so clearly talking about Jesus. Um, verse 5, you know, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And if you read the entire Isaiah Isaiah 53, it is so clearly talking about Jesus. When I witness to unsaved Jewish people, I read Isaiah 53. I don't tell them where it's from. And 100% of the time they say, is that in the New Testament? Mm -hmm. Because it's so clearly talking about Yeshua, Jesus. And it's so foreign to them because it's not heard. It is. In fact, I talked to one person. She was Israeli, and she accused me of putting in a fake chapter of the Bible. And I said, go home and read Isaiah 53. And she found her... uh, uh, her grand, her father's um, messianic prophecy in the Tanakh in the Old Testament, and her father said in the margins, "This is Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah," wow. and this woman came to faith. 
Wow. So it's just a very clear way of sharing Jesus is going right there to the Torah, Isaiah 53, and sharing it because he is right there. And um, and he is for them. He is for us. He came to save those who are really seeking him. And you guys are there to present him, which is an exciting thing. So, all right. So we can come visit you, Building 10 at the South Florida Fair. And you've already shared how we can pray. Anything else we need you would like us, our audience, to know? Now that Jesus went to the marketplace and we're out there, um, we're next to sunglass business and a lot of different, you know, secular, and uh, we're out there being uh, salt and light. So if you could be praying for us, if you want to stop by, I'll give you anything you want for your Jewish friends, coworkers, and neighbors, because we want to share the gospel, but we also want to equip believers to witness to their Jewish unsaved friends. Mm. All right, Building 10. Right now, yeah. uh, Greg, thank you for, for coming in. We appreciate that. How close are you to the kettle corn is my question. I try to resist that. It's about <laughs> a quarter of a mile away, and I resist the funnel cakes and elephant ears and the people walking around with gigantic turkey legs wrapped in bacon, oh. which is a heart attack to happen. Yeah, really. Now, Greg, before you go, the website again for Rock of Israel. Yeah, it's rockofisrael.org. Perfect. And if you want to contact us, just hit connect and... Uh, We'd love to be able to share you some of our resources and also that you can pray for our work reaching Jewish people for the gospel. Again, thank you so much for coming in. It's been encouraging to hear how your ministry is really um, doing a great work uh, at these, not just our fair, but fairs all around the, the nation and actually in Canada, too. So thank you for coming in. Thanks, Eric.